happy holidays and welcome to We Have That Holiday at Home. This is our most glorious part one of our Christmas episodic double feature. I'm on a reindeer currently, so please excuse the ups and downs in my voice, Rachel. And I'm Grumpy Grinch Gamage, and this is our (laughs) holiday podcast. The only holiday podcast to listen to Christmas music. I don't know. I I I'm I'm over it. I'm, only... I'm over I'm over Christmas music. I'm over Christmas music. Already. Already. <laughs> Already. There's a couple or uh, uh, this is our podcast and it's we spin a wheel each week blah 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 this week we're doing uh, a wild card which is Christmas. We're talking about Christmas. So, I hate a lot of Christmas songs. Mostly because I feel like either A, it's the same shit or everybody tries to do their own spin and it sucks. Like their own covers. Did you know that Owl City, the, the band that does Fireflies, oh, that song? Tell me they more. They do a Christmas song and it's really not good. Oh god. I did the second you said Owl City in relation <laughs> to Christmas music, I was like, I'm already concerned about the future of this sentence. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple uh uh I don't hate Neil Diamond, but I hate his Christmas music. It's because he sounds so smug when he does it. I think my most hated one is um, Bjork's version of Baby It's Cold Outside. What the fuck are you talking about? You know you know Bjork, right? Yes, hence the animosity she, in my fucking question. She kind of sings like Yoko, but, but if she could carry a tune. Um, <laughs> she does a version of Baby It's Cold Outside where she's just wailing, and then the guy's just like kind of... Uh, the baby it's cold outside he's like has no confidence he's, in himself well it he's probably awful. terrified he he is terrified of Bjork. <laughs> <laughs> um i normally love that song too but I, I just hate bjork's version my biggest beef with christmas music is i feel like and don't get me wrong are there new newer christmas songs sometimes put out yes are there enough for every retailer uh, hair salon and building that I walk into in the month of December to be constantly playing the same loop of fucking Christmas songs? Absolutely not. Intermix, normal fucking music. Yeah, it's always Angela Lansbury's We, we Need a Little Christmas just right this very minute. Always that one. Always playing on loop. Um, my all-time favorite place to experience really any music to be honest, um, but especially Christmas music, because I feel like this particular location just actually does it well. Party City. <laughs> <laughs> and I need everyone to know that I'm being sarcastic. Because Not if you walk party city. if you walk into a party city, if you can't glean from the name, Party City is a store with party supplies and lots of Halloween costumes, and I imagine a fair amount of Christmas shit at Christmas time. If you walk into a Party City and just listen for a little bit, the music that plays is like off-brand kids bop. Uh, 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 I forgot all about that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the worst. It's like the worst covers of the worst covers of the worst covers and they were like this is good enough imagine all the kids that didn't get picked for kids pop 
yeah, but n- imagine that's that them. that's it's not even like the second tier that didn't get picked. It's almost like you got all the kids together that were a hard pass and said, yeah, let's make this work. Well, they're cheap. They're this cheap. is what dreams are made of. They don't even harmonize with each other. That's like half no, the reason of kids. Genuinely, pop. they don't <laughs> harmonize with each other at all. <laughs> There's one hyperactive <laughs> kid just belting out and then another one's just that's somehow a baritone at at age 12 it's weird and it just does not match up um i also have uh i i brought it up and i i it's been stuck in my mind since i brought it up i have a quick rant it's not a quick rant um give me your baby it's cold outside is not a rapey song no it is not not. and i'm extremely passionate about this because it's uh one of the few christmas songs that i actually fucking enjoy i'm glad you feel the same way now through the myopic lens of today's social standards, it can seem that way, yes. But it is a song. It is a song about a different time where women were expected to be very prudent. Like, you and I talked about, like, how women are in, in Korea and Japan where, like, they have to deny all sexual advances, like, eight times before they can. Otherwise, they'll be seen as a slut, and it's it's bad. And that's how American women were in, like, the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah, and- it was, if I want to stay over at your house and bang you because you're hot, or even just kiss you because I fucking like you, it is socially unacceptable. So, uh... Yeah. There's all I kinds really of hoops. can't stay, but maybe it's cold outside. I have to go away, but maybe I it's have to go cold away. Outside. Now, yeah, well, and like I want to say, even in the song lyrics, like there's some of her convincing her- herself to stay. Also, well, she's she's playing coy, and uh, that leads yeah. me to my next point: is that um, I've changed my mind. Technically, the song's about rape. What? <laughs> uh, so, it's not about rape but it does it did kind of create modern rape culture does that make sense yeah of the like not taking no for an answer yeah not taking no for an answer well look what she was wearing like we'll just be persistent uh uh, why like oh well you know guys boys will be boys and they're at a party it, it created a lot of these these things that aren't real. That's not okay anymore. Now yeah, it's all it's about consent. The culture of women have to constantly reject men. And well, in addition to the culture of like the, you know, like not now past. I'm yes. not going to put a date on it because it's kind of subjective, both to area, country, lots of things. Um, but in like American culture, uh there was a period of time where it's not only do women have to like play nice, regardless of how they feel about a dude. They also do have to do this thing where even if they like a guy, they have to kind of like rebuff him constantly. Otherwise, you know, you're a harlot. And then it created this fucking culture now where it's like, you know, dad raises his son and is like, Oh yeah. Like if she says no, ask again, ask again, ask again. I asked your, your mother three times. And it's like, sometimes that's like a cute story and not weird and like has its place. And yeah, sometimes in the 80s, it's, it's being different a now. Fucking creep. Yeah. Brock Turner is a rapist. He is no allegedly, no, no need to put that on there. He's super the just a rapist. Fuck is Brock Turner. Oh my oh, god. Oh, 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 the, yes, the, okay. <laughs> the white dude swimmer piece of shit that's like in Texas. They're usually as a rapist yeah. now. Yes. 
That's why I added swimmer. Every now and every, every every couple months, the internet's just like reminder: Rock Turner is a rapist. All right, this is about holidays. We're not we're not going to be talking about rape anymore. <laughs> Unless I don't it comes know up. about um, your holidays, but mine. No, I'm just kidding. In, in my house, Christmas is celebrated <laughs> two ways. Do you want to know some great shit that totally makes sense um, when you think about it, like as an adult? But it's hilarious when you find children that think about this. So, Juliana, my partner, we we I forget how we got on the topic of Santa. I think I was talking to her about these two episodes and like if she had any ideas of stuff to talk about. And she goes, "I thought Santa was fucking creepy as a kid." He's kind of creepy. And I was cracking up cuz instantaneously my adult brain's like, "Yeah, he fucking breaks into your house, eats cookies and takes carrots and shit and then leaves." I wonder how modern kids see him. How well? How old is uh, Juliana? Uh, twenty-four. Okay, robbing the cradle. Um, <laughs> happily. <laughs> no, I mean she's only a couple years younger than me, so I feel like her. Oh god! The way I, she I was. Forget, you're younger than me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break. She's a you. flat ten years younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it hurts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to tell you other than if the gypsy's right, you're not middle-aged anymore. You're, yeah, that's a good point. You're I'm past middle-aged. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> on your way out the fucking door. If the, I'm and sorry. My not, knees would not, agree. Not, not the gypsy. The, uh, the traveling Romanian. What the fuck is the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fortune teller. Thank you. I don't know why. Every time I, I do this podcast with you, my ability to conjure up words that I understand are words yeah. in my vocabulary and nouns that I do know exist instantly yeah. leaves the house. Rachel, I'm a published off whore. And uh, every time I get on this podcast, I'm like, oh, duh, oh, what's the word? And like, um, like, um, like, um, like, um. Gamage, like, I gotta be um, honest. I've uh, I've read your novel. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of likes and ums in there too. There really is, but <laughs> to be fair, the main character is really dumb. He's he's like me, but <laughs> and smart. He's um, the best. I love he's like me, but smart. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. So for today, for our first Christmas holiday-ish oh. episode. Wait, while we're on hot Christmas topics, I would like to bring something up that I feel really needs to be brought into the public eye. Sure. And this is not so much funny as it is serious. So obviously there's the whole, you know, Christmas problem of the day after Halloween, suddenly fucking Target is putting out their giant lit up plastic reindeer. Incorrect. They were doing that back in July, stupid. Yeah, sorry. Christmas in (laughs) July. But so I was driving through town right after Halloween, and I see these giant light-up deer, and I gotta say, the body standards for deer have really gotten away from us, because these babies had 20-foot-tall back legs and (laughs) 10-foot-tall front legs with their heads turned all the way around like owls. And I just think we're really getting away from what... like somebody put lights on a greyhound. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but uh, like a comically warped greyhound, more so more so than greyhounds are already comically warped. There was one of my neighbors who I see every day I drive by. 
they have Christmas decorations in their yard. They're the inflatable ones, but they're like Christmas dragons. <gasps> what the fuck? That's amazing. Like Santa on a dragon and then one dragon that has a Santa hat and there's like multiple. There's different oh ones. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm reaching There's a market a- of these out there clearly at, that make at least 3 of these. This is the best fucking thing I've ever heard in my life because <laughs> I like obscure Christmas decorations. This past year, I just grabbed everything from the like dollar section at Target. So I have uh Happy Hanukkah. I would have grabbed Kwanzaa stuff if they had it. I got uh, a cute like menorah pillow. Nice. But I also had a tree. It was great. I felt very festive. Ooh, ooh. I got um, I got Happy Hanukkah mittens, and they're the best mitten like oven mitts. Sorry, not mittens, oven mitts. They're the best <laughs> ones I've ever owned. Um, Christmas dragons just shot yeah. to the top of my list of requirements this year to feel festive. I want to bring other like mythological creatures in. Like, where's, where's um, where's my unicorn with a wreath on its horn? Where, where's my Easter centaur? Oh my god! Fuck yeah! All right, uh, we're revamping every holiday. Christmas dragons is the theme. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I actually do have some, (laughs) uh, I do have some totally legit holiday stuff to talk about. I have searched far and wide. Actually I did. And I found like two web pages and that was enough for me of Christmas cryptids or Christmas folk heroes, (laughs) Christmas creatures. Yes. Christmas Christmas creatures. Because every, every country, every corner of the world has Christmas a little different and they all have their own kind of like sets of, of things. Um, for instance, one of these uh, that I'm really just going to gloss over is Rudolph, but y'all fucking know Rudolph at this point. It was a Rudolph and the reindeers. He has red nose, it glows, blah, blah, blah. Santa, let him get bullied. Oh, so we talked <laughs> Santa's about Santa's an asshole. Let him get bullied. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I just had this thought because uh, we were we were talking about because I'm, I'm I was reminded that we talked about Santa allowing bullying to happen. Yes. Um, is it that he doesn't care, or is it that bullying is will not get you on the naughty list? Oh fuck! As if bullying is not a naughty thing to do. Like it's. He's socially ooh, ooh, accepting. Ooh. Even better, even better, even better. <laughs> okay, so here's what happens. Santa and his elves put out this rumor that Santa punishes all the naughty kids. And really, Dude. this is um, kind of like a uh, an entrance test to finding out if, a, if, his ver- if his version of a kid is like sick as fuck. He's like, if some kid makes it on the fucking naughty list, bigger gift than all the other kids. Because that kid beats other assholes. That doesn't sound right. That kid beats other kids up. He's cool. (laughs) Busting Christmas gate wide open. Yeah, no. Santa's a douche and he supports beating up children is what this sounds like. Um, Anyway, so I have I found a bunch of things and uh, I even have whether they are naughty or nice or both for some. Um, Ooh, Rudolph okay. was the top. It's Rudolph and the reindeers, clearly All in the, the nice reindeers? category, I guess. But some of them bully Rudolph. That's a, it's a point of contention. Um, wait, wait, wait. What? Which reindeers are you categorizing? Because technically, Rudolph comes from the subsidiary generation of reindeers, and then there's the traditional group of reindeers. But I guess he joins their team, so I don't know. 
I was hoping you didn't ask because <laughs> I don't actually know the names of, of them. There's there's Blitzen and Comet and Cupid Wait, I have a really and, important question that I just thought about. Go for it. So if there's only a certain number of flying reindeer. I imagine they could all fly. All reindeer can fly. So the reindeer in the zoo are just choosing to be in the zoo, or do you think well, they're these not Christmassy reindeer. reindeer? What the fuck makes you a Christmassy reindeer? If you live in the North Pole with Santa, I feel like what that's if... okay. I feel, I feel like it's a pretty cut, cut and dry case there. I just feel like one of them would have Santa been has magic and put in a zoo already, but I guess Santa probably would have shot him. I remember one, because there's so many different types of Santas out there, but I remember one when I was growing up where Santa was an old toy maker and he was given a blanket by fairies. And so long as he sleeps with that blanket every night, he's immortal. And that gives him all of his Christmassy magic. But he, he didn't have it until he was old, of course, which is why he's white hair and stuff. <laughs> he got a, a mortal blanket? What an is immortal he, the blanket. fucking Deathly Hollows from Harry Potter? Well, where do you think she fucking got it from? <laughs> you think J.K. Rowling came up with anything original? Get the fuck out of here. I almost spit my drink because I didn't take that as where do you think J.K. Rowling got it from? I took it as where do you think the fairies got it from? Obviously, they hit up death and they were like, yo, dog, I need an immortal blanket. What up? That's my Christmas gift this year. I'm, rem- I'm misremembering it, but death might have actually been a character in that story. I don't remember. It, I was Who like knows? eight. Uh, speaking of being eight, that's the last time I saw the Rudolph's Christmas special because you see it once, you see it a bunch of times. I don't know why everybody <laughs> blows it out of proportion. It's it's decent, but you've it's not something it I want to watch every year. You've seen it a thousand times, even though I can't remember the reindeer's names. Well, I mean, that was I know, outside the, of the Rudolph. Premise <laughs> don't <is> fucking. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Continue. All right, so we're going to go down the list. Um, so after Rudolph, we have uh, Gryla. Excuse Gryla me? is Gryla. Um, this is from Icelandic Christmas folklore. Oh, you want to know it's a cool Icelandic tradition that every single human being that ever hears about this, I would say that listens to this podcast, but that's a, probably a short list. So every person that ever hears about this tradition, I think should adopt it. In Iceland, you give people books on christmas eve with the intention that everybody spends christmas eve and christmas just reading together i like that yeah it sounds cool as fuck it's pretty dope um Sorry. i also Continue. know that uh there, there there's another kind of tradition that is in iceland but i'll get to that in a second because it involves something else so um gryla is a giant troll who is the antithesis to Santa. You'll notice that every there's so many different countries and they all have their own kind of antagonist to Santa, the the bad guy. Santa gives you presents. This person is going to kidnap you to eat you or feed you to something or beat you in the woods. So um, Gryla is <laughs> one of the ones from Iceland. Okay. I say one of because there's other ones. So she's in the naughty category. Next up in the uh, Iceland category is the Yule Lads. The Are the Yule Lads, Yule Lads the German ones that accompany Krampus? Maybe? Start, no, uh, the, wait, the Yule start Lads listing are... listing their names. I, I will in a second. 
Um, the Yule Lads are Gryla's children, so oh, it's fuck. definitely it, it, Icelandic. Okay. Uh, you, you might even know these. Um, I'm going to pronounce... I'm going to there's attempt no to pronounce their names. There's no way that you're going <laughs> to pronounce the names. Because fucking, like, Fjord, which is the name of some water outlet in Iceland, is spelled with, like, a thousand fucking letters. And none of them look like they would pronounce Fjord. Not F-J-O-R-D, Fjord. It's just, like... I might not be word? using I might not be using the right word, but there's some there's some <laughs> Icelandic outlet because uh, one of my geology professors studied in oh fuck I'm thinking of Greenland just kidding continue either way bonkers languages I they're the same um like Pro- the same root I don't know if they're the same same I mean there's the, there's a Celtic circle and like they all they all have their own kind of languages but I think I, I thought think... the Celtic circle was my butthole. So the I Icelandic actually... Yule lads, I'm going to attempt their names. I'm going to get it wrong, but then I'm You're going to say, leave that name. Uh, it feels like you already you did for me. Boom, boom. <laughs> oh, fuck. So I'm going to uh, say these Yule lads names and I'm going to fail at it. And then I'm going to say their English translations, which are kind of loose, but they're all hilarious. So there's Dekjastar. I think, uh, which translates to sheep coat clod. Okay. Named as such because he harasses sheeps impaired by his stiff peg legs. Man, Iceland, you're wild. Um, <laughs> it's going to get better. I'm just waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- This is the first time I'm reading these. So uh, oh, there's Giljagar, known <laughs> as, uh, translated to Gullygok. Hides and gullies waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. Right, you know. So he's just um, gawking at the cows from the gully, and they were like, yeah, that's a great name. He's a gully fucking, gawker. Uh, I'm going to say that next time someone pisses me off at work. I'm going to be like, God, you're such a gully gawker. That feels like a slur. Yeah, exactly. Gully gawker. I'm going to make it one. It's going to sound like I'm, I pulled a fucking 1800s word out of my ass. It's just Icelandic for this fucking Yule lad. He just, he just sits in the uh, at the barn entrance, just licking his lips, just watching the cows. Oh, I yeah. I can't wait for the milk. <laughs> uh, there's Stuffer, uh, which translates Not... to stubby. Uh... <laughs> yeah, one Hold and on. the same. Abnormally short steals pans to eat the crust left on them. Yes, these are yes. I knew ex- I was like I'm pretty sure I know what these are, and some of the future ones you're gonna translate are shit like spoon liquor, and half yeah, of these that's actually are the next just, one. Yes, I was like half of these are just fucking people or creatures or whatever that are just trying to like steal food. That's it. He wants to lick the pans. I used to know the Elder Futhark. Um, I think I recognize. I think the symbol was a th sound. It's like a little tongue thing, but I, it, it's like a, th- <laughs> so Thjör Sulekir, it translates sure. to spoon liquor. So steal is spoons it Thjör Sulekir? I think so. I, again, I'm getting this all this wrong. If if you're in Iceland, please tell me I'm wrong. If you're in Iceland, send us a clip about how to say these names, because even if you tell me I'm wrong, I'm not going to understand the gravity of by how much. Potaslaker, which is pot liquor, steals leftovers well, from pots. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Aska Slaker, which is bull. How many bull fucking liquors are, sure are in this? Not, are you sure it's not ass liquor? <laughs> what are you, 12? You said ass liquor. Uh, bull liquor hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their bowl, which he steals. Uh, oh, finally. Hiroscaler, which is door slammer, likes to slam doors, especially during the night. All right. Okay, so that one's just like a spooky. I mean, that guy just sounds like an angry teenager. Yeah, so all these other ones are hungry, and this guy's says, just feeling emotional. It says the Yule Lads, but all of these guys are clearly in their 60s. They're all very heavily white-bearded old men. Well, Sorry, how, 60 isn't old. Let's try 70. How many people use lad when referring to their buddies? I guess Britain, or I guess the so. British do that I mean, lads, lads are, are, are young children. Like, look at that little lad over there. Yeah. Or, or I'm a little lad who likes berries and cream. <laughs> Remember him? He was a little lad who liked berries and cream. Well, they're just called Yule Lads. They're not called Little Yule Lads. Fair, fair. You got me there. Loophole. Right. Uh, skier Gammer, which is Skier Gobbler, a Yule Lad with an affinity for Skier. I'm going to Google what, what the skier fuck is, is that? Thank you. Skier, Skier. Traditional Icelandic cultured dairy product. It has the consistency of strained yogurt, but a milder flavor. All right, so it's diet yogurt. That's what I get from that. <laughs> <laughs> diet yogurt. <laughs> Sorry, Iceland. Um, <laughs> all, that's all we have is diet yogurt. <laughs> well, they have that and the Sturmstrong or whatever it's called. The uh, like pickled herring. It's, it's seen as disgusting we across... Have- Pickled herring and diet yogurt. How's it going? Uh, or was it Greenland that had the fermented shark that tastes like ammonia? What? Dude. Uh, uh, it was either Greenland or Iceland. But he, Anthony Bourdain is on record of saying it's the nastiest thing he's ever tasted. But uh, I was watching this thing on like gross foods. And I'm going to get away from holiday for a second. There is... Um, uh there there's something called a uh virgin boy egg have you heard of this <laughs> no <laughs> what would you think a virgin boy egg is oh god a virgin boy egg okay this is i just like fish sperm that's all i got Boy, that would have been a step up. What the fuck is so, it? So, a virgin a boy egg. God, that would also be a test, <laughs> a step up. I almost said test up. <laughs> so, a virgin boy egg is a Chinese delicacy where uh, they collect the urine of little boys, usually oh. four to twelve years old, like schoolboys, and then they uh, soak eggs in them and then boil oh. the eggs in that urine and then crack the eggs and peel them and then continue to marinate them in that urine and then then they just eat them okay like so monsters. at some point in the past a pedophile was like hey check out my new recipe and someone <laughs> said yeah and now we have this they came in catching gary eating them and they're like what the fuck are you doing uh it's a it's virgin boy egg it's good for you. Um, virgin boy egg is probably the nastiest thing I could think of out there. I think 
The only other one is is there's there's a a wine in Korea that's um it's 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 a poop wine. Uh, I guess that's I have never that's heard 30 of minutes in I think. All right, cool. Uh that's a poop wine that is made <laughs> Did you just marker how long it took us to start talking <laughs> about poop? I, I I didn't want to do I actually didn't have anything planned for poop. It just happened. You know just what? Like poop. Sometimes but, wait, damage. Sometimes shit happens. But in in Korea, it's it's this thing where they take the poop of like four to twelve year olds. I don't know what it is about young boys, and they like take that poop and then they ferment it, and it turns into wine, and it tastes awful. And I don't know why they do that. What? That's just a thing. I lived there for What's a year. What's it called? It's and like never heard of poop wine. It's it's called like hold on. Korean poop wine. Also Korean poop needle? I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, but... uh that's that's actually um that's a game where like or a prank where like you sneak up on your friend and then you kind of make finger gun with your with your hands and finger and then you uh thrust it up their their butt and it hurts them. That's a poop needle. What the fuck? I'm surprised you don't know this. Weren't you teaching I'm in sorry. Korea? No, I was reading the the feces wine thing. I was oh, yes. less concerned about fingers up the butt. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not like uh, in a sex way. This is, I think, and this is in the English written version of Korean, so I'm not totally sure if I'm going to get this right because it's not spelled with the characters. It's tongsul or yes. feces wine. Yep. Is a Korean drink made by pouring soju, a distilled grain alcohol, into a pit filled with chicken, dog, or human feces, leaving the mixture in the pit for three to four months until it ferments. Gross. It is then extracted and drank straight with the yep. belief that it can cure illness and help in the aid of bone fractures. Uh, yeah. Yeah. While by no means popular, can still be found if you know where to look. Uh, then there's Bugnecraker, uh, which is Sausage Swiper. That's would hide the in the rafters. <laughs> I, I like how I didn't even let you finish. I'm like, poop wine, we're done. All right, there's Sausage <laughs> Snatcher. No, this is great. That, Steel uh, sausages insult, that were being smoked. An insult I used to use when people annoyed me because I felt like it was disarming is just being like, yeah, you're a sausage sack. And letting them ruminate oh. on what the fuck that meant. I just realized that all of these have an arrival date next to them, which means that the 12 days of Christmas oh my God. is the 12 days that one of these guys will arrive and, and fuck your shop So the up. 12 days of Christmas is... What if you just mix shit up, though? Like, what if I don't use a pan on the day that the fucking pan nibbler That's what comes? I'm thinking. Like, What if I smoke my sausages on the day that Door Slammer shows up and fucking take all my doors off? Yeah, imagine. I, I can't imagine you're eating sausage every day. Like, you, can't you just take a day off and just not cook on December twentieth? No, um, apparently not. You must smoke sausage. Next, we have Glugagager. Oh man, I'm fucking that up. Uh, it translates to window peeper. He's <laughs> a voyeur who would look through windows in search of things to steal. Nice. Why not say that he just steals things? Yeah. Why? Why is he a I, fucking like, window Does he peeper specifically have to be weird about it like he's <laughs> what well we're window shopping but it's so we can shoplift later uh like, all right i guess you could just say i'm shoplifting got to theffer got to theffer which is doorway sniffer 
I like that. What? Has an abnormally large nose and acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate Lafferbrowd. I'm assuming a type of bread. I Yeah, probably it's got browd in it. Yeah. Lafferbrowd. It's a loaf of bread. <laughs> probably, yeah. They could have just told me that rather than give me guess. the... It's not <laughs> Uh, they wanted croaker, you to puzzle it together. Cat Croaker, which is meat hook, uses a hook what? to steal meat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so he's just sausage swiper with extra steps. Yeah. Well, no, he's sausage swiper with like a less picky palate. Uh, then there's Kurta Sneaker. What does he sniff? Uh, uh, he no, he's a he's a candle stealer. He steals candles. Damn it. No, that kind of Christmas Eve, he steals your candles. What a dick. Of all days to steal uh, the candles. Follows children in order to steal their candles, which in those days was made of tallow and thus edible. So he's eating it. Oh, so he's also still eating it. What? Oh, there's fucking... also Lepaludi, which is the, the husband of Gryla. He's not evil. He's just lazy. All right. That's a weird... <laughs> I love he's not evil. <laughs> We're just fucking lazy. That's a weird thing to drop. I want to start telling uh, people that when I don't do stuff, I'm going to be like, oh, look, I'm not evil. I'm just lazy. Uh, so next up in, in Iceland is my favorite is the Yule Cat. Oh. You've heard of this one, right? Yes. No. So one thing that <laughs> they do in Iceland is they uh, is you're supposed to uh, gift clothes and stuff because if you don't wear a brand new outfit... Cats are running around. If you don't wear a brand new <laughs> is that what outfit, that sound was. They heard yeah. their calling. They're like, "You old cat, I've arrived." <laughs> no. Um. So <laughs> where's for my Christmas, wreath? You, you receive you receive new clothes for Christmas, and if you're if you don't wear it, you'll be visited by the Yule cat and then just eaten. <laughs> I guess he lives with Gryla too. Damn bitch, you suck. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. So this one's on the list. I don't know why this one's on the list, but the Grinch. You know the Grinch. How are why are you confused as to why the Grinch is on a list of Christmas creatures? Because like because like these ones are are you know there's myth behind them. This one's just a fucking. I children's didn't say book. Christmas mythos. We said Christmas creatures. Fair. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. considered both naughty and nice. Yeah, that's fair. He d- does country sort of, of origin Whoville. I don't obviously, know if that's considered the country, but okay. <laughs> Uh, next up is Lel Le or Next up is La Befana, which is Italy Russian. She's considered nice. She's also known as Babushka in Russian. Nice. La Befana is a gentle old witch. She travels the world on a broomstick, leaving cookies in children's houses, which Santa then steals. So the children never actually know that there's cookies in their house. I'm guessing. Yeah. What a shit. Um. Next up are the Lutins. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is uh, Normandy, so that's French. Um, The Lutons are believed to stem from Lapland. Doesn't tell me what that is. Cool, I'll look that up next Christmas. Despite their mischievous behavior and cheeky appearance, they're actually rather helpful. All right, so they're both. A type of festival hobgoblin. They spend their time helping (laughs) Père Noël, Father Christmas. Of course, like with any hobgoblins, you should expect a ton of outrageous pranks and fun. When these guys are around, really at their heart, they're really part of the good guys. All right, cool. What the thanks. fuck would an outrageous prank be considered? This website I'm reading these on is dreams.co.uk. I think this is like a sleep 
like study website and it's got Christmas creatures for some reason. Whatever, I'm not what complaining. What if they're trying to study if uh, someone's gently reading to you about Christmas creatures? Helps yeah, these you fall fuckers asleep. sell beds. What the fuck? This is... <laughs> so what you're saying is we should talk in this sultry tone. I don't know why. Time. I don't. I don't know why I found this Christmas creature list on a fucking mattress merchandising website that's fine i found our would you rathers on like a fucking southern comfort recipe website <laughs> no clue why I mean, that's there but it helped and it was extremely extensive i mean that doesn't make sense next up is the tom 10 scandinavia considered nice described and loved in, in the books of astrid lindgren these christmas creatures look a little like a garden gnome they're known to be protectors of your home. They do have a temper. Make sure your own Tom Tem is happy in his or her job. You'll want to leave food out for Christmas Eve. What is his or her job? I, I don't know. What? Quick yeah, tip. what they like love butter and porridge. Next up, we have uh, we have the Belsnickel, which is German. Ah, Belsnickel. Which is basically Santa in German. Oh, he arrives two weeks before Christmas. Hits a little bit more. Like, I guess Santa, but with like Krampusy aspects or abusive aspects. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna explain Belschnickel because I actually do he know just, this one. He warns he warns naughty children to behave and yeah, and then he hits you with a fucking whip. And he um, what's the he has a phrase? That's just Krampus, isn't it? No, no, no. This is Belschnickel. What about Black Pete? Where's Black Pete? Uh, <laughs> are you aware of what Black Pete is? Oh, dude, I uh, I was actually reading about that the other day. Uh, wasn't it a thing in in Sweden? And it's not a th- a thing they're trying not to do anymore because it is super racist. Yes, it's blackface. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only reason that I know about Belschnickel and um, what's that Pete is because The Office does an episode, and they actually did like blackface for the episode um so they took that scene out of that episode when they put it on um (laughs) like netflix and the streaming site that it's on now i used to not like the office okay here's my thing i fucking love the office because its whole ish is to be satirical like it is meant to show you kind of the most it, like the most outrageous versions of similar types of people you would run into your like day to day office setting, yeah, which is like why it's good. I mean, I I I loved Office once I started watching it, but it was one of those things, and I know a lot of people do this, where liking The Office isn't a personality, first of all, and there's a lot of TV shows, books, Harry Potter. I'm looking at you, is <laughs> being one of those where like that's your personality. You don't grow and develop as a person you just put your whole thing on this thing and then you just write it and that's just you and i feel like for you know, for a lot of people the office was their personality where like that's all that they would quote that's all they would reference and it's like i get it you like the office and that turned me off for a long time but it wasn't until we had a boss that that was a worse Michael Scott, to be honest. Yes, I, I was. I was about to say, like, because she did not have redeemable qualities. Yeah, I. I definitely, when I was watching The Office, I'm like, this is this person to a T, but like not a shitty person. Yeah, and like, <laughs> it made Scott... me appreciate The Office that much more. <laughs> and now I know The Office is a gift to humanity, and we're all better for it. 
Yeah, no, that's, I think The Office is hard to appreciate until you've been in a setting where you've experienced the, not necessarily like the more standard characters, because I would say like the Jim, the Pam, the Stanley, even like Phyllis to some extent are all kind of like moderate characters. I think it's once you have experienced a more outrageous character, like archetype that is similar to someone in the office, that show instantly becomes more relatable. Oh shit, this this description on Bellsnickel even says celebrated around the world in places like Brazil and even had a brief cameo on the US office. Yep. I guess I missed that episode. Yep. Belschnickel. Dwight dressed up as Belschnickel. He came in and told everybody, have you been impish or admirable? And then if he thought uh, that I, they I had I behaved well. That. Yeah. I don't remember what he gives them if you behave well. It's not anything great. And Look, then if you've I can't been remember impish, half he the hits shit. you with a whip. I can't remember half the shit Dwight does. It... Dude, I gotta say, though The Office is not my personality, I, I do love The Office. No, no, I get passion. it. It's it's fun. It's just, again, like, Breaking Bad's another one where... No, yeah, no, I agree with you. You can be very into something like... Uh, like, Breaking Doctor Bad's Who. been off the air for, like, ten years now? Fucking stop it. Like, stop misquoting it. They never say, Jesse, we need to cook. The memes aren't funny. <laughs> Sorry, rant over. It was an okay show, but... No, my thing is, I am all for if you're really into something. Like, a bunch of people are really into fucking Merlin. That's objectively, like, not an awesome show. But, like, if you're super into something that other people aren't into, that is totally Dude, I'm fun. surprised you even brought up Merlin. That was a good show, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I liked Merlin. <laughs> Crazy. But, like, objectively, if you, you watch it. it, it's not, like, the most insanely you know well written or like complex piece of media i didn't know that there was diehard fans out there yeah no merlin totally has a fan base but um the thing is it's not that you can't really be into shit it's it's really just that line of when you become so deeply engrossed in anything yeah. It's kind of like that everything in moderation concept that you yes. can't talk about anything else and you are incapable of processing anything outside of that, that it becomes a problem. Like I know our, our buddy Roy refuses to watch Rick and Morty just because of the fandom. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. Yeah, fair. <laughs> They're pretty bad and, and they make like, I, I enjoy Rick and Morty, but there's definitely times where I'll, I'll, the whole Szechuan sauce thing of, of people at McDonald's shouting with their shirts off where I'm like, I'm not going to tell people I watch this show. <laughs> I can't be affiliated with these people. Affiliated. And, and every, every fandom has has these kind of people where that's their whole thing. And I Yeah, mean, it is not exclusive yeah. to any one thing. And it is only ever more noticeable when it's something that is like uh, has become big in pop culture. Like Doctor Who became really big for a while. So it becomes more noticeable when well, you're it, aggressively Whovian. It was big for like 50 years and then stopped and then it became big again. Yes. It's 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 one of those things. I, did you yeah. see that David Tennant's the doctor again? Again? Yeah. What the fuck? Because he was the 10th doctor and then yeah. some shit happened and I guess he's the new doctor again. I, I don't know for how long, but it's kind of fun. It makes me want to start watching again. Yeah, I was going to say. I stopped halfway through Matt Smith. I don't like <clears throat> Matt Smith. Same. I don't yeah, I don't totally hate same. Matt Smith. But, oh, actually, I stopped watching him when it became Peter Capaldi. Not because I don't like Peter Capaldi, but at that point, 
I had become so burnt out, I think, I was, because I didn't yeah. love Matt Smith's doctor that I was yeah. like, I don't know if I can do this again. I, I was trying too hard to get through Matt Smith because I did want to see Peter Capaldi because I, I love Peter Capaldi. He's a, a fun, grump, crazy guy. Um, I, I just couldn't get there. And that's, yeah. that's that. I think I went through the same type of problem where it was just too much. Yeah. Uh, what other weird fandoms are All there? Right. I mean, there's there's the antithesis to this too, where there's there are groups of people that hate something popular so much that it becomes their personality. Like yeah. uh, Last of Us Two has a oh my god, yes, I was just an talking army, about that. Yeah, just a whole subreddit of people who talk about. First of all. They talk about how forgettable the game is, but then they talk about there's posts every day still talking about how bad the game is. And I gotta say, like, there's a couple times I played something I didn't like, and I just I don't talk about it anymore. That's just kind of how it is. Like, all right, uh, all right. And they use that, like, are you saying that you can't criticize it? No, I'm not saying that. It's just I don't live with this hatred inside of me, it's eating away at you. Stop it. Your kids miss you. They don't have kids. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Exactly, though. (laughs) The world, the blades of grass outside your house miss you. I I know. I don't want to say touch grass, but... But touch grass. Come on. Get outside. Do something other than be fucking... That's just a popular way of saying, get off the internet, go outside, do something, touch a boot. Just do something other than be hateful on the internet, for the love of God. Touch a consenting boob. Yes. That's important, but very specific get out difference, there. a consenting boob. But you know, they they talk about how like well like The Last of Us Two isn't you know, is is immune to criticism because these people are like, Oh, you must hate it then and that's not true. There's a lot of people who critique it and I gotta say I didn't like Last of Us One. I really didn't. I start I didn't start liking it till Last of Us Two. I, I thought it really took a narrative uh, detour. Uh well, and I didn't love can, it, but it, it definitely took some challenging things, and I appreciate it for it. You can look at a game and dislike aspects of it yeah. without being, like, viciously hateful. You don't have to love or hate something. You could you could be in between. Yeah, you can nothing something. You can lie in between. There's a whole slew of answers. Like, if you're being truly hateful towards something there's a deeper root than the fucking surface level of the plot and shit yeah i mean say what you want about oh, i hate how this happened all right that's fair but you gotta leave that subreddit man yeah gotta... well, and but that's the thing is like i hate how this happened or i hate this mechanic are two very different sentences than like i hate this game and i'm gonna talk about it for the next five years of my life because it disgusts me like oh oh my god Go it's only been pancakes. three or four Find years. Joy. I don't know. Anyway, next up is the Krampus. Oh, hey, cool. Tell uh, me about Krampus. The Krampus is uh, originates from Austria. I thought he was German. I mean, I Austria. thought he was too. Well, Austria's Austria is pretty close. Kind of German. It's not, but it is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're like butted up next. Yeah, they are straight they up next to each other too. Krampus is half goat, half demon. Santa's evil counterpart krampus punishes naughty children while santa leaves gifts for the nice ones he doesn't just appear on the 25th of december he arrives in town on krampusnacht the 5th of december and will hang around until christmas day if you badly behaved at all this year watch out for he's known to stuff naughty children into his sack and take them to his lair and beat them Uh, doesn't he also eat them in some folklore i think so 
I'm pretty sure. It I doesn't could be say thinking any... of a different crazy mythical fucking creature from Germanic The picture origins. it shows of Krampus has both of his legs, but I'm pretty sure one of them is, is wooden, isn't it? I thought, does he have goat legs? Yeah, but I remember I remember he had like a peg leg or something. Because cause Brittany was, was Krampus for Halloween one year and she totally had a thing. Hold on. Um, I know what you're talking about. And I looked up Krampus peg leg and... I got a lot of funny images, but I can't say that I got one of Krampus with a peg leg. Am I just Mandela affecting myself right now? I think so. There's nothing here about this. I'm I'm stupid <laughs> and crazy. I You're, made this up. Uh, obviously, you just fucking experienced this. But you know when you experience something where you like so vividly remember it yes. that when it uh, isn't reality, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Most of the Mandela effect things didn't affect me though. Like everybody remembers that. Like the big one is is everybody remembers the Shazam movie. But I always know it as Kazam. I've always known it as Kazam because I love that Shaquille O'Neal genie movie. And I don't know why people were wrong about that. That's them. Kazam. I don't even think I know what fucking movie that is. That's fine. Oh, it's because it's Shaq. That's why they got confused. They were just shoving. Shaq well, they were saying that it was Shazam with Sinbad, and that was wrong on all fronts. Only Christmas movie I could think of as Sinbad was Jingle All the Way. Anyway, next on the list is Frosty the Snowman, who's... Ah, great one. Totally American, says anywhere snowy. He's a nice one. With a corncob pipe and a button nose, Frosty the Snowman has the ability to come to life. Yeah, if it's do. cold enough, you may see him dance around. What So the he only fuck? dances when it's cold? I don't believe that. Who wrote this? What the fuck movie was the dad dies i think it's called jack that's, frost it's, it's jack frost because yes. that same year the horror version there's there's a horror movie that came out of a killer snowman called yes jack frost yes and it was very confusing yeah yeah Brittany and i were just talking about that the other day because we were looking at the jack frost movies <laughs> i distinctly remember being in a blockbuster and looking for the not creepy fucking version of that movie and trying desperately to avoid the creepy version of that movie <laughs> because I did not want to watch the fucked up Jack Frost. Next up is uh, Frau Perta. Frau Perta. Also German? Um, Austria. Austrian. Oh, um, Frau. Okay, so Austria naughty. and Germany have to have like Germanic roots. Yeah. Right? Uh, same, I mean, they obviously have the same root language because Frau is also German. Yeah, yeah. Frau. I mean, Austrian is German. They speak they speak Deutsch there, don't they? Um, I think they speak a different version. Oh yeah, German is yeah, the it's official German, language stupid. of Austria. <laughs> okay. Well, no, 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 because there's like Austria-Hungary where they speak more um, like Hungarian. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Croatian, Slovenian, and Hungarian are also recognized as official languages, but it's because they're all in the fucking Croatian. Middle. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I will say, I do think Croatia is technically, like, slightly separated from Austria. Well, yeah. But, like, not by much. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Slovenia, south of Slovenia, so not sharing a border with Austria, is Croatia. And then east of all three of those is Hungary. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Frau Perchta is an old witch who doles out brutal punishments to those who have misbehaved in the lead up to the 12 days of Christmas. So what, her and Krampus just double team children. <laughs> that sounds fucked up. <laughs> they just take turns beating them. Like, ah, oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. Well, she you in. she punishes them 
punishments to those deserving during the 12 days of Christmas. But Krampus doesn't show up until the 5th of December. So there's like an overlap between the two for a while. <laughs> That's fucked. They just, they both need a break. One of them starts with a really relaxed schedule. The other one needs to end on a relaxed schedule. Next up, we have Jack Frost. It's Jack Frost. He's, it was originally like a, a thing to say that, that it's getting cold, but he became a person. Ooh. Ooh. If you want a good, like actually good Christmas movie that got overshadowed because it came out at the same time as yep. Frozen, Rise of the Guardians. Fantastic. Yep. Rise of the Guardians Watch is fantastic. It. Hella recommend it. Um, It's not a Christmas so good. movie. Um, I like to watch it as a Christmas it movie. It is an Easter movie. Because it's snowy. I think it's an all of the above movie. It is an Easter movie is because the Easter they're, they're preparing for Christmas, but Easter happens in the movie. They are Does mid-Easter. Does Christmas happen in the movie also? It doesn't. They're preparing for Christmas and they spend a lot of time in the North Pole, but Easter actually happens and they have to give out eggs. That's a part of the that's a part of the, the plot. I thought Christmas happens and kind of fails and then Easter happens and kind of fails. This movie or- doesn't take place in four months, girl. I don't know. It's like a weekend or some shit. I don't know what to tell you. But either way, I know either what to way... Tell- Great it is movie. it is an Easter fucking movie. It's a fantastic it. Easter movie. I hella recommend it. I don't you know what? It's so fucking good. Watch it in December and watch it for Easter. I don't give a shit. It's fantastic. Watch it for all the seasons. Watch it every time you lose a tooth. <laughs> You'll understand that reference more when you watch it. Um, no, you want a really good Christmas movie. Um Oh shit. You have I to think about this. So okay. I was like, why are we thinking so hard for this? No, there was a movie that I was just thinking about the other day where I'm like, this is the fucking Christmas movie for me because I, I watch it all the is time, but I forgot Christmas what it was Chronicles? No, it had actually almost nothing to do with Christmas. It takes place around Christmas. Oh, of course you would like the, the movie that takes place near-ish Christmas but doesn't have almost any Christmas. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I'll remember for the next episode, but uh, uh, I'm going to try to uh, break break out these last few. We have uh, these three count as one, but they're all separate. I don't know why. Ghost of Christmas Past, Ghost of Christmas Present, Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come. All ghosts that haunt evil rich people. Rich people. Watch Love the Muppet it. Christmas Carol. That's the one you want. So much better. With Michael Caine. the King? other one Fuck. just has ghosts and evil rich people. And then the Muppet one has all the same shit, but with Muppets. And yeah. it's better. And Michael Caine acts the fuck out of it. So good. Everything. Last time I saw it was when I got my wisdom teeth removed and I was like in this fucking, (laughs) I was in this like Oxycontin stupor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next up is uh, one of the more interesting ones. It's one of my favorites. Uh, The Mary Louis. Have you heard of this one? The what? It's uh, Welsh. It's considered naughty. It's a zombie horse who rises from the dead every New Year's Eve. It's still practice. People dress up as him too, where they put on a white cloak and uh, have the the horse skull. And they, it goes to people's houses and it sings to them. Uh, Basically the lyrics of the song are like, let me in. And you have to like sing back to it. No. Uh, And you're you're basically Christmas carols came from. Uh, maybe, but but the, essentially, you're rapping with this ghost horse about you're not in a rap him battle in. with a ghost horse, and if he gets in, he's fucking eating your soul. Uh, no, if he gets in, he drinks all of your booze. Even worse, take my soul, <laughs> leave my booze. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he'll sing with you, and like if if you if you run out of rhymes, if you run out of like lyrics to keep him out, he'll like you have to let him in, and he'll he'll uh, eat all your food and drink all your your ale, and then be on his way to the next house. Um, that's fun. The last one I'm gonna talk about because there's a couple others uh, is the Yule goat. Okay, is it like the Yule cat? No. Um no. Scandinavian folklore, like the Yule goat is uh the partner to Thor, I guess. Oh, what? Uh they pull along his chariot and are widely considered the best bearers of gifts the world has ever seen. The Yule goat goes way deeper. Uh What the In fuck? yeah, in in uh, uh Sweden, uh, specifically Javle, spelled G A V L E is uh, they have these sculptures that they put up every year. It, it's known as the Yavle Goat. And it has this, it's not a tradition, a uh, tradition where <laughs> it gets burned down or destroyed. Okay. So it's it started like in 1966, but it uh, basically on uh, December 31st, it, caught on fire and was destroyed. And then they they built another one next year, 1967, survived, 1968 survived, and then 1969 it got burned down again. And okay. every ever since, every year somebody has tried to destroy it. What the fuck? Um in 1970, 6 hours after construction, fire. Uh I two love drunk that teenagers. It happened like twice and somebody the like being collectively human beings collectively took it upon themselves to be like and this is our tradition now uh i'll be here all day if i get into everyone but 1970 to 1979 it is destroyed every year fire smashed to pieces collapsed stolen fire collapsed hit by a car (laughs) fire knocked to pieces uh fire broken uh, 80s, it was uh, fire, survived, fire, legs destroyed, fire, 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 <laughs> survived, fire. <laughs> I love this breakdown. Uh, survived, fire, fire, survived, survived, fire, survived, survived with damage. It was hit by fireworks, I guess. Um, fire, fire, Jesus, 2000s, we're in the 2000s now, fire, fire. Survived with damage. A 22-year-old from Stockholm tried to set the southern merchant's goat on fire, but failed. The goat receiving only minor damage. Oh, cool. Fire, fire, fire. Survived, survived. Uh, We are now in 2008. Fire. 2009, fire. 2010, survived. I guess a couple of arsonists uh, made an unsuccessful attempt to burn it down. Uh, So it was on fire. Fire, fire, fire. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 2011 it was it, it was sprayed with water to create a coating of ice. Oh my god! Uh, th- that was my thought too. Is like, why don't they just soak this? Because it's made out of straw. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's not a tradition. Like the, the Swedish government's like, stop it. This isn't a thing. And everybody's like, it's kind of a thing. But people are get are are, are getting sentenced to prison. It? That yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Is but like you know, if you build it, they will come. Man, that's exactly it's in the movies if it wasn't a tradition you would just stop fucking doing it i love this so 2011 it sprayed with water to create a coating of ice uh was burned down that year Um, beautiful burned down 2012 let's mitigate this just kidding 2013 it says soaked in flame retardant it was destroyed by fire (laughs) 
2014 survived, at least three arson attempts were made. <laughs> I like how the years that they try to mitigate it burn down. Year that they don't, three attempts, no success. Oh my god. 2015, uh, destroyed by fire. Uh, special notes, a 26-year-old man fleeing the scene with a singed face, smelling of gasoline, and holding oh a lighter my... in his hand was arrested. Oh my gosh. Uh <laughs> He admitted to the offense, uh, adding he was drunk, and in retrospect, it was an extremely bad idea. He was sentenced, <laughs> to, uh, in, January, he was sentenced in January 2018 to probation by an appellate court with 6,000 SEK fine and 80,000 SEK in damage. I don't know. I don't know what that is in freedom bucks. In freedom dollars. That's like up 80,000 SEK. All right, so that's about seven thousand dollars he owed. Um, yeah. 2016 fire, 2017 <laughs> survived. Uh, double fence cameras guards were all assigned. 2018 survived with damage. Fence fencing cameras guards taxi rank to increase number of people nearby. Attempted burning. 2019 survived. Double fence. 24 hour CCTV. Two guards patrol around the goat frequently. 24 hours a day, along with canine unit. Jesus Christ! Can we Just talk about how burned. much effort they're putting into preventing the goat? Like, you can't be like, oh yeah, it's not a tradition to burn it down and then actively build it and fucking fight against it being. I burned gotta every say year. though, like, like all of this makes me kind of want to burn it down. Oh my god, yes! You're I'm inviting like, right. the challenge. Yeah. Mike, what's the extradition laws? Uh, 2020, guards double fence, 24-hour CCTV, public webcam feed, <laughs> survive. 2021, fire. Feed. To be fair, though, 2020 had COVID-19. Like, nobody's going outside to burn a goat. Uh, 2021, totally burned down. 2022, last year, survived. And 2023, I... as of right now, it is standing and built successfully. Fucking hope that it burns down this year. I kind of hope so too now. I want to christen 2024 with a flaming straw goat. Fucking glorious. Yeah. Uh, so next we have the uh, from Russia, Dead Moros, who's nice. The Slavic equivalent to Santa. He dons a blue fur coat and a magic staff. Delivers presents to children in person on New Year's Eve. So he's Santa but blue? Okay. And New Year's Eve. He said, I'm I'm starting out and making my own holiday. Do you think he's just like an elf that defected? Maybe. He's like, I'm going to make my own way. New Year's Eve. In addition to Dead Moros is the, uh, the Snow Maiden, also Russia, also nice. The granddaughter and helper of Dead Moros. She accompanies him. New Year's Eve spot, blah, blah, blah. Snow white skin, deep blue eyes. Um, And last but certainly not least, we have... Mrs. Claus and Santa Claus, originally known as St. Nicholas. He has a lot of different, like, origins, too. I've, I've read some that he was a saint. I've read others where he was just a toy maker. Pfft, who knows? Read ones where he pisses off Burgermeister Meisterburger. Yes. Ones where he, he's, he's raised by elves. Mm -hmm. One where he's raised by a mountain lion. Do you know that one? Hold on. What? No, I don't. Go into that. Yeah, the life and adventures of Santa Claus. I think this is the one I was I was thinking of earlier. Um, yeah, the forest of Bursey where many immortals live, such as nooks, fairies, and nymphs. They find a human baby abandoned and place him in the care of the lioness Shiegra. 
And then a wood nymph named Nasil thereupon adopts the baby, baby later naming him Nicholas. This is the one where he gets the blanket that makes him immortal. He was raised by a lion in that. What the fuck? This Christmas movie fucks. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, uh, it's based cool. on a, a 1902 novel. Well, still cool. Neat. So I have a proposal for you. Sure. So we unmasked a cryptid in, I think, episode three as uh, a train. We, we pointed a finger at a train. Don't get ahead of yourself. No, we unmasked a cryptid, and it is a fucking train. Sure. Um, The pot liquor whatever the fuck the that pot liquor. Is called. the pope like monster pope like monster i was close pot liquor is one of the yule children Damn or it. yule lads <laughs> i knew i was confusing it i just didn't know what was right um what if we try to unmask santa like who do you think could be santa claus in this modern day and age like you think santa is among us as one of us yeah uh the singer from sugar ray there's no way it's the singer from Sugar Ray. It might be. Do you I, know Sugar Ray I used to be a punk like... band? Excuse me? Yeah, Sugar no. Ray. Like, look up old Sugar Ray music. It is a, they're a, they are a full punk rock band. All right, I will look it up after this. Yeah, sorry. Santa is a person. He's among us. Yes. Um. I Look, I feel like. Do you think Santa's like in a coma? Like, or, or you think he's just no, hidden think... in plain sight a la A Miracle on 34th Street? Yeah, no, I think Santa has his, you know, his, like, his Christmas Eve, Christmas gig or whatever. Um, and then I think he he just spends the rest of his year doing fucking whatever the fuck. I feel like whoever it is would have to be, um, like, really good in the office because there's, I imagine there's, like, a lot of logistical paperwork. yeah. That comes with being. I mean, Santa Santa, Santa would and... would definitely be able to to work a photocopier. That's for sure. Yeah, well, and like keeping the elves in line for top productivity and things. Like I he'd, can see he'd that. have to be a. He'd have to be an office guy for sure. Um, other qualities I feel like Santa would have to have is uh, I feel like a good understanding of portals. Like the ability to very quickly get place to place. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's start at the top. Who do we know that even looks like Santa? Oh, I fuck. I can't think of any. Well, uh, are we going a, a with fat um, Sean Connery? Maybe, but a fat Sean Connery. I'm trying to picture that in my mind. Sean Connery, well, but fat we... man. No, I know. Um, are we going with the ch- like traditional? Uh, chubby all the time big white beard or do you think that's more of a seasonal look and he dials it back uh, like, for the like rest Tim of the Like Tim Allen year? Santa Claus? Yeah because I think it would be more of like a Tim Allen Santa Claus deal. Yeah that makes sense. Well yeah, we're... we're about out of time but let's propose that we do some research on this like get real serious about this look into people and and come back with some actual evidence information and we'll fucking scooby-doo this bitch yeah i think use this as the jumping off point we'll both collect some data and, and that uh, will be some our presumptions that will be our christmas part two yeah we will be unmasking santa claus we're gonna we're gonna figure out who santa claus is this is my christmas promise to you we're gonna solve it for once and for fucking all
Yeah, and it's it's not that we're avoiding other holidays. It's just that we're white and Christmassy. We're not. We don't know the other ones. Sorry. Yeah, I know Hanukkah has candles, so maybe stay away from the fucking candle stealing. I dude. fuck up latkes though. They're fucking so good. Latkes are amazing. They're goddamn. I'm craving them now. <laughs> if you haven't had latkes before, find yeah, somebody just... who will make them for you or Google the recipe. They're so good. Holy yes. shit. Well, well, How wait, is the South go- not like dying from latkes right now? It's it's crazy. Yeah, Google and create latkes or go to somewhere that sells latkes and blow your mind. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, so we're going to unmask Christmas. Sorry, Santa. <laughs> Christmas. All of, all of Christmas. It's just a tree Reveal underneath. yourself, Christmas. <laughs> um. All right, so yeah, we're going to do that shit. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Cryptid Cryptology. Um, If you liked what you heard or you think Christmas is fucking stupid, like and subscribe on your most favoritist podcasting place. If you want to tell us about the holidays you celebrate, whether that is uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Candle Nights, or anything outside of that and in between that, Email us at whtpah at gmail.com. That's whoopa at gmail.com. Yes. I have been on a reindeer, Rachel. I have been the gift-giving gamage. And thank you and for listening to our Christmassy podcast. Yes. Happy holidays, going. all holidays. I don't actually care what you celebrate. I barely celebrate Christmas. I'm having rib miss this year. Yeah, honestly, I was a little bit worried about making a Christmas-oriented podcast with you. I was like, how how much? I'm not a Jehovah's Witness, not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> it feels <laughs> Trying like so sometimes. hard to be inclusive. <laughs> I don't uh, care but... what you do. I don't. I just, I don't care. And I don't know why other people care enough to hassle you. I don't. I don't God. care. And I'm sorry you're harassed by people that care too much. About these are the same people to make a subreddit and then stew in their anger and i'm i'm getting ahead of myself again merry holiday merry merry tree skip the wheel we're not spinning a wheel we're we're set on unmasking christmas yes by this time next week we will know chris we will know who christmas is and in the meantime good luck with all of the holiday shit that you are obligated or feel obligated to do. Cause that's awful. Yes. Uh, uh, God, it's, it's so is It's fucking terrible. We love you all. Goodbye. Goodbye.